0: It's time for the sleep-tight Saturday morning ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip-top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday morning ticket for Saturday, December the 22nd, warmest of the holiday season to you and yours from our family. I tell you what, warm, though, not being a very operative warm word this morning, as we're hoping for a quick thaw. 27 degrees out there today, not what we were hoping for, but you know what, we're going to warm it up with some exciting sports talk today. Two wonderful guests to break it down with. Eric Orr, the legendary Quincy Notre Dame Lady Raider basketball coach, is going to talk 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 to us about his current team and the future of the Lady Raiders. He just won a state championship with Quincy Christian just a couple of weeks back. So we'll kind of get a look at the future as well with Mr. Orn and some other goodies and surprises. And as well, we'll be joined by the head coach and newly nominated Hall of Famer by the IBCA, former West Pike star Marty Hall. Going to talk about his Pirates, going to talk about his Hall of Fame induction, going to talk about the road ahead, and including a really big tournament for Hannibal coming up past the holiday season as well. Let's break down what we had last night. A limited schedule, but an important one on the Friday Night Basketball Docket, and it started right out here in town at Blue Devil Gym. As Quincy High School continued to kind of warm it up, we told you get off of the ledge, the Blue Devil Devils had a chance to be pretty good, and they're starting to show some real moxie after the win last weekend against Quincy Notre Dame. Big defensive effort last night against Washington, holding Washington to just 21 points. That's just the third time since 1952 the Blue Devils have achieved that defensively. Uh, Quincy High School wins by 30, 51-21. Jaden Smith leading the way with 12 points last night. Huge contribution off the bench by Brady Rupert, who we talked about with Andy Douglas last week. He had eight. As the Blue Devils improve to 3-6 on the season, they'll go to Collinsville to play in the Prairie Farms Classic coming up on Thursday, opening up at 10-30 in that game. Also in the docket last night, I got a chance to see the West Central Cougars in person for the first time at Pleasant Hill. And I know the Wolves are struggling this season, but my goodness, West Central is the deal. They win last night 93-30, led by Gabe Cox's 26 points. The Cougars improved to eight and three. They'll open up at Waverly coming up. I believe that game set for 2:30 on Wednesday as well. More tournament action uh, coming ahead for the Brown County Hornets. They'll be up at the Macomb Western Holiday Tournament this week. They knocked off Greenfield in overtime last night, 69 to 66. Camden Schmitz leading the way in that one with 21 points. As his team gets the victory, I believe Brown County opens up with a number one seed West Hancock at ten thirty on Wednesday, so Upset alert, perhaps. You never know what happens on Boxing Day, but always some interesting basketball, especially on the morning set before the alarm clocks are scheduled, usually, to go off on a holiday weekend. Also last night, Camp Point Central stays red-hot, beating Monroes 41-35 to behind 14 points from Jalen Vance. Beardstown by 10, Adelina West 69-59. to Tristan Gann led the Tigers with 20. Carter Boyer in a losing cause. With 26 for the Chargers. South County, the Vipers, no match for Jacksonville Route. 57 to 26 was your final. And on the penultimate day of the Rumble on the River, it was Rushville Industry beating Knox County 58 to 48. Jacob Riller with 28 points in that one. Unity gets a win on the late side last night. 57 to 50 over Montgomery County. Austin Cornwell leading the way with 14 points. Uh, also need to make mention in Missouri, the lone game we had in Missouri yesterday. Monroe City, a winner big time over Canton, 68-37. Logan Bulig, I should say, leading the way in that one with 17 points. Also on the docket last night, it was Fort Madison by one over Mount Pleasant, 56-55. Really weird turn of events in this game. I've never heard this before, but Fort Madison wins this game at the buzzer on a four-point play. You don't see that very often, but Logan Rashid would provide it as the uh, Bloodhounds get the win by one. Holy Trinity, also a winner over Cardinal of Eldon last night. 68-52, your final, Quentin Schneider led HTC with 17 points. On the ladies' side, at the Rumble on the River Liberty, a winner over Warrington, 55-44. Izzy Gim, the Gim Reaper, with 16 points to lead the Lady Eagles to victory. Also at the Rumble, Rushville Industry is knocked off by Knox County. Knox County wins that game 68-37, Riley Strange leading the way for the Lady Eagles with 18 points in that one. And the Unity Lady Mustangs, too much for Montgomery County. Big second half for them. Uh, Moco loses to Unity, 56-41. to Addie Eager leading the way with 24 points. Uh, we've also got Monroe City knocking off Canton yesterday, 64-45. to Jada Summers with 21 points. It was Central Lee victorious by 10 over Danville. Central Lee today takes on Quincy Notre Dame at the Rumble on the River. That's a 5:30 game. That might be the best game in the entire slate of pairings we've had at a really good Rumble on the River. So if you're looking for something to do on your Saturday afternoon, John Wood is the place to be. Emily Fuller leading Central Lee last night with 19 points in that one. Also, Holy Trinity's girls beat Cardinal of Eldon 61-27. to Emily Box with a double-double to fill out the box score, 26 points. 16 rebounds, and at the Las Vegas invite... Western Illinois on the women's side, a winner over Furman, the Paladins, 85-78. to 78. Olivia Kaufman out of Jacksonville, a new career high last night with 26 points. Looking ahead, very busy holiday weekend ahead because it is holiday tournament time, which means it's a working week for those of us in the sports business. Tournaments coming ahead, obviously, with Quincy High School at Collinsville. We've got the Quincy Notre Dame boys and the Central Southeastern girls, both at the State Farm Classic. Both starting at exactly 6.30 on Wednesday, which makes for quite the challenge for those of us circumnavigating the Bloomington Normal area, but we'll do our best for you. The New Look MVIT, now just six teams, just two games a night will take place as well this week. Lady Tiger Classic in Beardstown, always a big one. Lots of really good teams in that one as well. The top end of the Seeds are ridiculous over there. We've got the Blue Devil Classic and Gurney for the Quincy High Girls as they'll head that way, and they open play there today. We've also got big tournaments in Northeast Missouri at Moberly. We've got the big tournament in Illinois, as I mentioned, at Waverly with really good teams like Triopia and West Central over there in Jacksonville. Route Clopton and Highland both open tournaments this week on the Missouri side, so it is going to be a loaded week of basketball. If you are a fan, that is Santa's present to you. Lots of good stuff ahead. And we've got lots of good stuff ahead with Eric Orne in just two minutes this is the sleep tight Saturday morning ticket on WTAD better bed less money sleep tight 4535 Broadway in Quincy once again, here's Chris Doer, And welcome back to the Morning Ticket, everybody. We are joined by the great Eric Orn, head coach of the Quincy Notre Dame Lady Raider basketball team. And before I get into basketball, I have to ask about the Orn family Christmas wish list. I'm going to say six-time all-star power-hitting infielder, left-handed relief, Eric, Tracy, Orn. Are you guys happy with the Hot Stove League?
1: <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, we're excited that the... Cardinals have made some uh, nice changes, and uh, in fact, we head down to St. Louis in January to join some of our other season ticket holders to pick our dates. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, it's a very happy Christmas for the Cardinal fans and the Orton family.
0: Ah, uh, that's what I figured. That was nice to hear. Um, for those who don't know, Eric, uh, you've already added to an already Hall of Fame resume with yet another state championship this year with with Quincy Catholic. And that's a first-ever trophy, and I'm assuming many of those girls were also part of that softball team that uh, broke through and ended up with a, uh, what, was it a regional or a sectional this year?
1: It was a regional title. That was our first softball regional title in 3A. Uh, unfortunately, we lost to Lori Blade and a very tough Edwardsville team in the sectional. And they ended up finishing second in state. But it's a, it's a good group of girls that are now playing volleyball with uh, being coached by the Foley sisters, Shannon and Castie. So I think they have an opportunity to repeat as regional champions. They, they have a really good winning culture. Uh, they work well together, and it was just a joy to be around them. Uh, you know, the three months this fall, and see them accomplish uh, a really big goal in their lives.
0: I always have gotten the sense that that's your favorite part of coaching, development, and especially at the early end. And people who may think you're crazy for this ridiculous schedule you work year-round, is that what gives you the most joy, Eric, just kind of being in at the grassroots?
1: It it really does. Um, I I see in their eyes, and really just they're being coachable and wanting to learn, and just the excitement when they they do accomplish the smaller things in practice and seeing their development certainly is uh, – it's – gives me a lot of energy uh to can carry on this but uh again it was it was a special group of girls uh they they did work ex- excessively hard uh they share the ball so well they make the extra pass um we're excited that you know, obviously our eighth graders will be uh, coming to Quincy Notre Dame next year uh we want to take it one year at a time but uh it, it's certainly uh it's nice our numbers will improve next year and we'll have over 20 kids in the program with this group coming in but uh, it is certainly I hope they enjoy this moment over the Christmas holiday knowing they're staying here.
0: That, that's a pretty awesome deal, and congratulations again to you and yours and those girls on that wonderful, wonderful accomplishment. Let's Let's spin it forward a little bit to the high school level, and I want to talk to you about this ridiculous schedule you've played because you've seen some teams, I mean from monroe city on highland illinois central southeastern a frisky plains team who you lost to by a point the other night are you ready to shoot your schedule maker yet eric
1: well i I certainly would like to talk to him personally in the mirror but uh (laughs) uh, yeah i think it'll pay off in the long run if you look at our postseason we're either headed to Manitoba or back to camp point um both very tough places to play and both post schools are having good years so I think our schedule, um, you know, if we can maintain some positivity. You know, right now we, we've had a couple tough losses that we sh- thought we should have won. I'll certainly take a lot of responsibility for that because we've had a couple lows low offensively that we need to fix. But if we can come out today against Central Lee, Iowa, at the John Woods shootout and, uh, and have a good game and maybe pull out a victory, I think the nice four-day break the girls are getting over Christmas, we can come back into the gym. And uh, get motivated for the second half of the season.
0: I've gotten a chance to see you play a couple of different times. It seems like the offense is close because you touched on it. You've had some brownout periods there. You've got the dots. Is it just connecting them now?
1: It, it, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, you know, obviously Sydney Hummer, who's you know averaging nearly 19.5 points a game with 12 rebounds. We just need we need some second and third options for her. Um, you know, just just give us some openings so there's so much not as pre- not as much pressure on her. But I think if we share the ball just a little bit and we just start knocking down some outside shots, I think things will start looking for us.
0: You're going to see a little different kind of challenge today in Central Lee, which is very front court oriented with two really wonderful players, a traditional big and Emily Fuller and Maya Mershman, who for my money is as good an underclassman as you're going to find in our area with her length and her ability to shoot the ball. Uh, You've played very well defensively. This is a different twist on the defenses you've played, though, isn't it?
1: It is. um they they're they're a solid team i mean i think their record right now is 10 and 1 um they have a nice inside outside presence their, their their guards don't turn the ball over so um every possession is going to count for us especially since we're struggling a little bit offensively and you know defensively we've been good uh, i i just think today we have a we have another great challenge ahead of us and uh, we're going to have to play a really good team defensive front and make sure we don't give them second chance opportunities if they get offensive boards
0: it's always kind of been your M.O., Eric, where you take the holidays off. And I know there are a lot of tournaments and there are an awful lot of opportunities and, and people, I'm sure, would like to bring you in. But you value this time to kind of reset and go into the new year fresh, don't you?
1: We we do. Um, obviously, you know, we have a lot of two- and three-sport athletes. And uh, sometimes I think it's just nice to hit this break, this Christmas break, knowing Christmas Day that, you know, you don't have to get up early uh, to head three hours out. And you've got some time to get our legs back and just kind of mentally, mentally take a break. Um, I, it's an exciting time of year for holiday hoops. I trust me, the Beerstown tournament, at the state farm, and there's obviously several other tournaments that certainly interest me, but uh, I, I just think it's a good time to just hit the refresh button. And, uh, when we do get back in the gym around the 27th, 28th, I, I think there's, uh, you know, we can work on some fundamentals. We still have a week off. We can, we can try new things and, and see where we're at and, uh, we've used that in the, in the past really to freshen and make a long run.
0: Uh, selfishly, I want to talk to you about the local sports culture on girls basketball because you've seen Jada Summers. You've seen Lainey Lance. You're going to see Maya Mershman today. You're, you're a vibrant part of that with your own team. It's really good right now, isn't it, Eric? It's extremely good. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of talent, and you, what you're seeing
1: is these young ladies, they're working on their. Uh, their talents on and off the court. I mean, they're spending a lot of time, you know, individually making sure they're better. I mean, I, I, I give the Lance girl a lot of credit we, we had shut her down in the first half yet. She had, she had a heart of gold just to come back in that second half and really, really stick us with a few daggers with her shots. So, uh and today it's, it's, it's another big issue. Are we going to be able to handle, you know, the good play that uh, Central Lee is going to throw at us? So yeah, it, it's an exciting time for girls, but, You know, at the same time, I think you're just seeing the culture of girls' basketball. Just these really fine players who are developed in our tri-state area just shine from day to day.
0: I'm going to selfishly call on you because you've won more state championships than anybody else I know. Multiple sport athletes, and and all of your girls, most of your girls for the most part, all seem to be them, and people debate this in and out. You're pro that, and obviously your success backs that up, but can you speak to that just for people out there who may have a doubt with young girls who are thinking, well, don't I need to specialize at this point in my life?
1: Well, I, I I'll hit the you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I you get these four wonderful years of high school to do as much as you can, and certainly there's certain some athletes that do that specialize, and there, there's no problem with that. But uh, you know what I've just learned from other coaches, the, this time that you can spend playing two possibly three sports this makes your one sport that you do play in college that much better. I, I just think you learn through adversity, uh, you learn through different challenges, you. Your body has to know different ways to play, and I, I just think it's, it's a wonderful thing. When you look back years later that you had two or three sports as a high school athlete, I just think you're just a more well, well-rounded person, and I, I think it just develops you as a person more and more. But uh, I, it's the only way us smaller schools in this area can survive unless we have these kids that can play two or three sports.
0: Eric Ward, I thank you for the time. Best of luck to you today against Central Lee. Looking for a fantastic game today at 5.30 between two really excellent teams. And, again, I'd admonish anyone who loves basketball to head out to John Wood today at 5.30 because you're going to see some really fun basketball. Eric, happy holidays, and thanks again for all you do. Thanks, Chris. You have a great holiday as well. And we will do that, and we will be joined by Marty Hall. Talk some Hannibal basketball coming up next. Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. And welcome back to the Saturday Morning Ticket, everybody. We are joined now by Marty Hall, and I was fortunate to arrive in the Tri-States about January of 1995 to start my job at KHQA, and the man on the phone was in the throes of leading West Pike to the Final Four. It's been 24 years, and in May, Marty Hall will be inducted into the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Marty, just looking back now, and I know it's, it's a really cool honor, what does it mean to have all of those accomplishments at West Pike sort of recognize now, e- even for your Hannibal kids to hear about a little bit?
2: Yeah, it's it's one of those things. You don't appreciate what you've done or what you have until you get older. Like, you know, you've played with those kids most of your life, and, you know, that just seems normal. You don't know how good you actually are, you know, until, you know, you go to state. And, you know, coming from a little school like that, you don't, you don't appreciate it till you get older because you don't, see a lot of small schools doing that and yeah and um, you know as far as that Hannibal a lot of my kids hey congratulations coach you know we knew you were good we yeah you know, I didn't think you were that good kind
0: of <laughs> that's, that's got to be fun and I know you've got some really good kids and and for the to the chance to kind of reach them does that kind of reinforce I I know you do a great job coaching anyway Marty but does that kind of reinforce the <laughs> lesson a little bit that hey now it's coming from a future Hall of Famer
2: yeah, you know, it does. I think I already had the respect, you know, for a little bit just from playing, you know, high school basketball, and they knew about that, and playing college. and But, yeah, it just reinforces that even more because, you know, now they've heard that, you know, I was Class A player of the year, and, you know, Kevin Garnett beat me out for, like, Illinois player of the year, and you're like, Coach? Kevin Garnett? <laughs> they're like, I was like... Yeah, they're like, you must have been pretty good. I was like, well, I guess I was okay. Yeah,
0: (laughs) That's fantastic, Marty. Let's talk a little bit about your basketball team. I got a chance to see you early, and you have improved step by step along the way, and that has been a wonderful thing for this team. It seems like the construct, the webbing of what you do has come together, and everybody knew about Desi coming into the year, but it seems like the cast around him has started to solidify. What have you noticed that's kind of changed that?
2: You know, to be honest, uh, these group of seniors have really played together since first grade, and it's one of those things since high school started. You know, Desi's always been moved up, and a lot of the seniors, you know, stayed either a freshman or stayed at the JV, and it's just been one of those things. They've always played together, and I just think it's taken a little bit of time, you know, to get the chemistry back together. But these kids have played, you know, basketball together, soccer, football, you know, baseball, you name it, these kids played all the sports growing up together, and they've always had a nice chemistry, and, you know, it's just taken a little bit to get it back together.
0: People don't know a lot about the pact, but we'll we'll kind of reveal it now that Dizzy Jones agreed to play football, and in turn, Will Whitaker and Gabe Worthington agreed to go back out for basketball. Have you seen benefit from all of that for both those kids and both sports? Because I know you watched both sports.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a diehard, you know, football guy, uh, for, you know, at least for our Hannibal Pirates, you know, I don't miss too many games and, you know, and, you know, Gabe has, Gabe Worthington's actually played with us the last two summers, you know, basketball wise and just didn't play, you know, last year. Cause I think he had a rough football season was you know a little beat up and didn't play. And, you know, Will is kind of the same way. He's still battling, you know, turf toe now, but, uh, yeah, I think they've just grown up together, and you know they just like playing with each other and want to go out on their senior note on a high note. And, you know, right now we're playing pretty well.
0: Adric Brumball has really kind of, and we, we saw signs of that last year that there was there was some things simmering with him. He's kind of put things in the right frame, hasn't he?
2: Yeah, he's one of those kids that had a tremendous summer. He, you know, more or less lived at the Y, uh, the YMCA, and just. Where worked on his game, I told him I was like, if you want to play a lot next year, I was like, You gotta have better ball handling and better shooting. And boy has he worked on both of those.
0: When your kids make that kind of commitment in the off season You know it's starting to resonate, and that's what you were hired to do, was to bring that culture back, Marty. How pleased are are you with sort of the measurable steps you've seen in in Hannibal basketball? Let's face it, it was in a weird spot when you took it over. It's solidified, and that was huge. I mean, that was a long stretch to go. How satisfying is it for you to see that traction kind of take root?
2: It's very satisfying. You know, our numbers weren't, you know, the best, and now we're – you know, fighting off kids. I think we have like 35 kids in the program. You know, total nine through 12. And you know, I'm having a problem right now of I have so many good players. It's just like you know, trying to fit them in. You know, where can I get them in? You know, if this guy hasn't played, you know, this year, you know, where can I put them in to be successful? And that's a great problem to have to have. You know, several, you know, good players. You know, I could probably go eight, nine, 10 kids deep and not you know lose a whole
0: lot there's some winning culture there too and it was just a matter i guess of transferring it from some of the other sports into basketball i know you're a basketball guy you grew up with that but to see that in america's hometown a football town again i think from your standpoint has to be really satisfying and it's not done yet obviously but to see some of that winning nature come over that's a hard bridge to make
2: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to teach kids, you know, to win without winning. You know, like many of those football players have always won. And, you know, a couple of them, like Gabe and Will, didn't play last year, but they still have that aspect of winning no matter what they do. They don't expect to lose. And, you know, that culture is coming over to basketball. You know, Desi played, Preston Bennett played, uh, Danny Colburn played. I think right now six of my top eight kids, you know, played football last year.
0: Marty, from your standpoint, you get a little bit of a break here for Christmas, and then it's right back into it. And you've played a tough schedule. What do you need to see to improve before you get to districts that you you think you can you can make a little bit of a run moving forward?
2: I, I think the main thing is just offensively, uh, just finding those. It's you know it's different every year with the kids. Finding those set plays, those you know I call them pet plays. The runs we run, those set plays we run really well that we can get a bucket off of. And we're still searching for those, you know, with this group. You know, we we I can always send Desi one-on-one, and he's going to get something positive out of it. But it's also nice to be able, you know, to have Preston Bennett, to have Adriek ball set plays, you know, for them also, because Desi's also a great passer. So we're still working on those to find out, you know, what set plays we can go to and, you know, try to get an open shot. So I would say definitely offensively we could you know, still improve. I think defensively, we're in a pretty good spot, but you know, we can improve there, but I think our biggest improvement needs to be on offense.
0: Well, Marty, you've done a fantastic job. I'm not sure people really appreciate outside of Hannibal just how far this has come in a very short amount of time, and that is certainly commendable to you and your staff. So, congratulations. Happy holidays to you and all the best of the season to your family and to the Pirates moving forward.
2: Yeah, happy holiday to you. Thanks.
0: Absolutely, and that does it for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket. We'll be right back here next Saturday, talking sports with all of you to start your work week. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.